Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show, the big show, the purple show. It's going to be the purple show today. And it's not even grape season yet. The color purple and Whoopi Goldberg is not involved in this broadcast. <laughs> Nor is Steven Spielberg. Uh, I've never actually watched the movie The Color Purple, even though I won all those awards. Anyway, long story short, we're talking purple. We're talking stay out. We're talking new trespassing, new where, new way, no how. Tires on fence posts. Tires on fence posts. Okay, welcome to the show. We are talking about today when you're bugging out. Or when you're camping, or when you're out in about, you want to go hiking and camping, get into the outdoors, searching for a bug out location. Practicing your prepper skills. Practicing your prepper skills, which we know you're all doing, right? That's important. Right? Am I hearing you right? Yeah. What do we need to learn? We need to learn to stay where we're supposed to be and not trespass. Because trespassing We'll set aside the fact that it is illegal. Can be very, very dangerous out here in the hinterlands. That's right. We are not to get religious on everybody, but we are out there amongst God and His creatures. This is where they live. We just left the place. We left the place. We're out, starting in to head homeward. What might be known as the sticks. By which I mean I don't see a single household as far as I can see in any direction. In any direction, yeah. So, yeah. We see some hay bales, but... Yeah. There's a uh, human-created pond, but... Okay. We're coming around a curve. I know there's a house around this curve, so... One thing you see a lot of uh, when you drive around out here is purple paint on the tops of fence posts, purple paints on tree trunks. Just purple paint. And you might be wondering, why in the world are all these people painting their their fences every 150 feet or so? You'll see a purple fence post. Why are they doing that? Are they Minnesota Vikings fans, perhaps? Well, they might be. Poor, poor, confused souls. Poor, misbegotten <laughs> souls. Hey, at least they ain't from Green Bay. Anyway, pressing right along. What they do mean is no trespassing. That and is a, uh, the symbol for no trespassing. Not only do they mean no trespassing, that is a legal no trespassing marker. So when that fence post is every 150 feet or however, however much it is in your state. Now, this is not necessarily in all states. I don't know if this is in all states. I do know this is in virtually every Midwestern state. When you see a fence post or any type of... Any type of thing, a tree marked with purple, that is a legally binding, you have been warned, and can be arrested upon first offense. Trespassing. Now, why is that a big deal? It's a big deal for many reasons. First of all, you you just need to respect the rights of the landowner. It's just a matter of you are violating somebody else's rights if you're on their land without their permission. And there's just no other way to look at that, but that's wrong, okay? And I don't know how things are where you are, but I do know how things are where we are. And where we are, the people who put those signs up have guns. Now, not every landowner is serious about protecting his or her property rights, but a significant subset of them are. Even if it's land that doesn't look like it's good for much, 
oh, it's just some scrub woods, nobody will mind. Out here, people will often make as much money on those scrub woods as they make on their cropland. Because city hunters will pay lots and lots of money to come and hunt on it. City hunters will pay ridiculous amounts of money to come hunt on people's lands. But they'll only do it if there are actually game there to shoot. And there aren't game there to shoot if they let people trespass on them and take the game. That's so right. They have a strong financial interest as well as most of them just have a, a sense of it's my land, keep off it anyway. But they also have a strong financial interest in not letting people wander casually over their land. So Ad they are serious about it. Additionally, if you are out hunting on their land and they don't know you are out hunting on their land, they don't know you're out there and they see things moving in the bush, they're much more likely to shoot. Now, you should not do this. You should not just go shooting away at movement in the bush. But people do it all the time. I don't care if it sounded like a turkey or it sounded like a deer because, let's face it, people, hunters, intentionally make sounds like turkey and deer to draw the animals in. <laughs> and they so wiggle the bushes around. it doesn't do it. Well, you're supposed to be wearing orange. Yeah, you're supposed to be lots of things. Well, you're not supposed not when to you're be. you're turkey hunting. Yeah. Well, and frankly, uh, you're not supposed to be on their land. <laughs> so yeah. you want to start this supposed to be. Now, I will tell you, I, I have done some research on this because I, well, it was a concern of mine. Like, what happens if some idiot comes on our land, does something really stupid, like and they're trespassing, and they get hurt on our land? Am I liable for that? Can I be sued for that? And the answer for that is no. Not unless I did something inherently dangerous on that land. And by what that means is like I intentionally left a 20-foot pit with spikes at the bottom <laughs> open so that somebody would walk into it. Would anybody do that? Marijuana growers might do that. That's another risk of wandering around. Marijuana growers and meth heads, and, and meth they are head, out yeah. here. They're out here where we are. Uh, and you got to, you know, that's, that's a whole different story, but it's true. People make methamphetamine in the country because that's where the tanks of ammonia are. That is one of their ingredients. You so, know, and I, the odors are not as noticeable when you don't have any neighbors for miles. I had a, a joking comment on a of, of social media post. I posted a picture uh, out at the place, which to our friends is just known as our our cabin, our weekend hunting cabin. That's you know because you don't have to hide anything from them. It's a weekend hunting cabin. Oh, okay, cool. That makes sense. That makes sense. Sure, I'd like to have a hunting cabin. Got a pond there with fish. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, then you're that's that's every country boy's dream, right? There you go. Have a cabin in the woods with pond with a fish. What more do you want? Good hunting. You want it marked for no trespassing. We have had people trespass on us. We've had and, uh, we've had a, a deer stand put up on us. That deer stand was there before we got there. No, we've had a new deer a new stand. One? Yeah. I didn't see that one. Uh, that's because it went away. Hmm. All righty, then. I saw it, and uh, I called the sheriff. I thought, did I tell you about that? I called the sheriff's office, and they came out and got it. <laughs> <coughs> Our land is quite clearly marked, thanks. Yeah, um, and we're, we have nothing to hide there. So we have actually invited the sheriff's office and the, the 
the game warden has actually helped us a lot yeah, with conservation agent. Yeah, has helped us all. Well, game warden in most states. In our state, it's conservation agent. Yeah, um, has actually come out and helped us develop the place because he enjoys doing it. He's a nice guy, and he gets paid for it. So win, win, win. Yeah, help us maintain the habitat in good condition. And he also got us some grants from uh, to help us pay for the thing now before anybody goes oh government does a no they were grants from the national uh, wild turkey federation thank you very much gentlemen and ladies we appreciate that yep and we are building turkey habitat we so are maintaining the habitat it's for. exactly what you donated your money for we are building turkey habitat and lots of it maintaining it yes it was so, starting to degrade and uh yeah so so one reason you don't want to go out there because it's illegal and if times are normal they will get you arrested and you'll get fined and it's not worth it but if times are you also are risking getting shot either intentionally or unintentionally because those lands that are rented out to the city hunters when somebody just shoots random movement in a bush expecting it to be a deer it's usually one of those city hunters gotta tell you yeah, and we're, we've had them try and check in calves at the check-in station. I'm actually going totally to be bringing sad. on a professional hunter onto the show. He's a friend of mine, good friend, and uh, he, we're going to do several episodes. And one of those episodes is going to be about um, what we wish that city city hunters knew before they came out to the country to hunt <laughs> because there's a lot of things that city hunters and i don't we're not trying to be offensive calling people city hunters but we have lived in an area that is routinely what's the besieged inundated at, yes flooded? At, at deer hunting time we see four times the amount of people in our county on de at deer hunting time firearms deer because and we have lots of deer there's more people than that. I mean, there's the, it, the county just quadruples in population when they when these people and they, these people are not woodsmen. They think they're woodsmen, but they're not woodsmen. They think they're most of them think they're you know the great hunters, and they're not. They don't know. They don't know the woods. They it's, don't know what it, the sounds are like. They don't know. They don't pay attention to shooting backgrounds. They don't. They're not careful. They, they hunt in in groups where they're walking towards each other carrying high-powered rifles. It's insane, some of the stuff these people do. And it's just time on task. They, you know, I, I, I totally get wanting to get out and connect with nature in that way. I, I get it, and I, I don't, you know, I'd be the same way, I believe. But if you don't have that much time out there and you just don't learn the things that don't make it to YouTube. And that leaves gaps in your knowledge, and you don't know their gaps. And I expect a lot of preppers are in the same kind of boat, because most of the population of the world lives in cities. I imagine most of the preppers live in cities. Right. So, so lot, most of the jobs are in cities. Yeah. What, what we're trying to say here is, is we're talking about things that you may or may not know. And if, you're, if you are a regular come out and hunt every hunting season, you know what purple paint is. You know what a tire stuck up on 
a fence post means. Just a tire on a fence post. You know what that means? That actually means something. That means no trespassing. Yeah. That means we are watching for trespassers. In case you ever see a tire on a fence, just a tire on a fence, you didn't know what that means, that's no trespassing. There, we don't have that many guys just having random flats in the middle of nowhere and tossing the old tire on their fence posts, guys. No, that's, well, that's um, an intentional signal. <laughs> some of our people, you never, ever <laughs> know. I'm going to go around. Not this many of them. Okay, I'm going to. We're going to pause, pause the show this. for just a bit. Sorry, you couldn't tell that we were stopping to take a picture, but we topped and took a picture. So we're back, and we've kind of lost our train of thought. So we're just going to kind of do a little bit more of a wrap-up and and tell you um, that as people who live in the city, you know things that we country folks just don't know. Yeah. I'd you, be more you can take one look at, at a situation and analyze it boom like that and we would not have a clue we'd be sitting there yokeling around our heads on a swivel going "Ooh, ah like that and you guys know just boom right away what we're trying to do is there's some things out here that that y'all may not know um if you see tires in a yard painted green that's just somebody with an artistic thumb okay there's These lots of green painted tires out here in the country. We just saw a couple. We just saw a couple. They don't mean anything. They Except mean nothing. I'm going to plant flowers in there. Except I'm going to plant flowers in there or, you know, whatnot. Here's a People make flower beds out of old bed frames. You know, what the heck? Right. So but if it's on a fence post, it means keep out. Right. Obviously, signs mean keep out. Uh, and if you see that least hunting thing... You need to know how that works. For most of these things where the hunting rights are leased, all of the hunting rights are leased. It's not just for deer season. And the right to access the property falls on the leaseholder. Obviously, a person owns the right to use their own property. But depending upon the lease, the person may or may not be able to hunt on his own property. Most of them allow the landowner to hunt on his property, but there's often exemptions for deer. And what will often happen is landowners will lease a major portion of their property if they're really into deer hunting and then just not lease a section. Their favorite section. (laughs) Now, let's talk about leases for just a minute. If you lease a property for hunting, there are very specific rules, rights, and regulations in that lease. But the number one thing that you need to realize in that lease is the boundaries of the property, and you need to stay within your lease. If you don't, bad things can happen. If you see somebody violating your lease, you see somebody out there who's not supposed to be out there hunting on land that you have leased, this is when you call the game warden. This is what they do. Uh, most I, I don't confront them if I find them because, no, frankly, they have guns. they're carrying loaded guns at the moment. 
And I might or might not be, but I certainly don't want to get into a shootout. Now, this story may be told again when I'm when I'm with uh, the hunter, but it's it's a story that uh, the hunter's uncle told me, and this is a man who does not do many Missouri stretchers. It's not a hunting story. This is a story where he was out working on his land one day. He's, he owns. Oh, I think probably 320 acres with about 80 of it in woods for hunting. And he owns, he may own a little more than that, but he owns at least uh, 320 acres or 360 acres. And he was out there one day and he got on his four wheel, uh, little four wheeler and Rode over, saw a man walking across his field to, towards the woods. And rode over to him. The man looked kind of mad and said, well, you're making a lot of noise out here with that four-wheeler. And my friend, I'll call him Bill. That's not his name, but I'll call him Bill. And Bill says, I really doesn't matter if I'm making noise or not. I'm not hunting today, and neither are you on my land. And the guy looks at him and says, my friend leases this land for hunting. Because my friend Bill kind of gives that little smile. You don't know Bill, but you know the smile. Gives him that little smile. Say, ah, no, he Isn't doesn't. Isn't that precious that you think so? Yeah, no. Bless your heart. No, no he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Because <laughs> I don't lease my land to anybody. I hunt it with my family. The man said, I my friend told me he leased this land and I have permission to use it. I said, well, you have got a miscommunication somewhere. What is the name of your friend? So he gives the, the friend name. Never heard of him. Don't know who he is. What is the name of the landowner who he leases? And he gives the name. And my friend Bill kind of smiles and says, okay, yeah, uh, I see what the problem is. You're on the wrong side of the fence. He leases that over across that fence. And the hunter kind of, by this point in time, is getting steamed. Says, no, we do not. We lease this right here. And you need to get out of my way and turn that noisy thing on. Our friend Bill says, "Uh, that's not how it works. So you need to either get across that fence or I'm going to call the sheriff. And the man says, fine, let's call the sheriff. And we'll see who how this sorts out. Bill kind of grins and says, okay. And uh, gets on his side. Says, hey, I'm not going to call him. He just lives right there. <laughs> he points to the sheriff's house. Because <laughs> the sheriff was a neighbor. I will just go get him and see who wins. Uh Winner gets to do what he wants to do. Loser goes to jail. How's that sound? And the guy starts looking a little, a little uh, uneasy now. And he says, <laughs> let me explain something to you. See that house right there? He points to another house. That house is my house. I am 64 years old or whatever it was. I was born in that house. I have lived on this land my entire life. And I may not know much. But I know where the dadgum boundaries of my land are. 
and that's at that fence right over there. Who do you think has a better idea of where the property line really is? In this the story? guy's standing there arguing with the landowner that he doesn't have the right to be on his own land. Don't be that guy. People get shot for this kind of thing. It has happened in where we live. It's There's happened in the last five years. Yeah. People get shot dead over these kind of debates. Don't get involved in that. Know where you're supposed to be. Stay out of places you aren't supposed to be. Is there anything else to add on the subject? And if you end up in the wrong, admit it and get the heck out because it's not worth anybody getting shot over. Absolutely. Everybody makes mistakes. I've, I've made more mistakes than I could even begin to count. Today. <laughs> so yeah, everybody makes mistakes. Don't 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 be that guy. Even if you're a girl, don't be that guy. Admit it, correct it, forget it. All right? All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye.